Hey everybody, it's episode 231 of PodQuest. 231? Yeah, you missed 230. Oh man! It's Wednesday, January 30th, 2019. I'm Chris, with me is Walnut. Yeah, I'm right here. Druton's not here this week, it's just the two of us. Yeah. Um, you weren't here last week. No. You, you just ran me down on the shit show that was your last week. Yeah, I'd, I had an interesting week. That's, that's, let's just keep it at that. Yeah. Um... I had a fun week. My week wasn't bad. That's good to hear. I got two weeks of on-call coming up, so those are going to be rough. So that sounds like it's going to be super exciting. I mean, like, the wor- so, like, the last one I had, like, wasn't awful. Like, I was woken up at least once a night, but, like, only once a night, and they were generally, you know, it was, like, internet outages. So I just had to call Comcast, verify it was an outage, and then send an email. Yeah. Like, it was, like, 15, 20 minutes worth of actually being up. Yeah. Which, like, sucks, because that's just enough time to be awake. Um, the shitty part is, like, you can't really go anywhere. Like, I can't leave the house outside of, like, going to work. Yeah. Oh, it's any time Eric was on call and he wanted to do, like, a game night or whatever, I avoided it. Because he that he always happened to have a shitty night on on call. And he would get pissed off at us because he's trying to play a game. But then he would get a call, but he would take it out on us because he wouldn't be able to. It's just like, dude, just don't have people over when you're on on call. Like... It's that simple. Yeah, I mean, like, like last when I was on call like two weeks ago, like we still recorded. Like, yeah. I didn't get any alerts while we while we were there. Yeah, most of the alerts tend to happen later. It's it's weird. It's like from like six to seven thirty. It's likely to be a person. Yeah, like like somebody calling our our after hours number, and then there's usually nothing unless there's like a major outage someplace until like midnight. Cause okay. Because a, a lot of times ISPs and stuff do their work overnight. Yeah. So it's like one in the morning they're doing work and that's when the internet goes out for a client and that's when I get woken up. Yeah, that's that's the worst. Yeah, but yeah, so I'll be on call from February first to the fifteenth. That's not too bad, but it sucks that it's uh polar vortex season. Apparently it's gonna be lasting for like eight weeks or something like that. Is that how long it's supposed to be this cold? That's that's what I just heard on uh the radio. On when the I was home. I mean, maybe other parts of the country, because when I was looking at the weather, it's going to be 50 again by the end of the week. Well, yeah, I mean, not for for us, we're not really getting affected, but a lot of the Midwest, and I know you have some, like, PA clients and out there in PA clients. Not so maybe... that kind of out there. Okay. It's like where the Vogels live is oh. the furthest out there. Yeah. Right. Which, I mean, to be fair, like, I was in Berwyn today, which is 10 minutes from the King of Prussia Mall. Yeah. Um, And they were colder than it was down here. Um, Not as windy, though. Um, yeah. But they had gotten snow yesterday. Yeah, which... That's all I want right now. I just want some snow. You're the worst type of person. I didn't say I want a lot of snow. I just want some snow. So, I don't like shoveling. Neither do I. But, like, I just want, like, a nice, like, inch layer of snow that, like, will cover the grass and everything, but melt on the sidewalk immediately. Yeah, that's... Like, it looks nice. It looks nicer. Like The only downside you have with that is if it doesn't melt in the grass quick enough, it turns into that, like, rock ice sort yeah, of yeah. mixture um and that's real hard for dogs to walk on yeah I so mean, it's real hard for my dog to like go outside and go to the bathroom she's real uncomfortable yeah poor, I, don't, poor I don't i don't like that yeah, i get it <laughs> um there was a little bit of news this week oh really yeah not much oh what is it um let me see what what we should start with I, I know that there's some uh some movie uh movie posters and trailers slash teasers that have been released well i mean i didn't really mark any of the teasers and stuff because they're teasers what you don't want to talk about birds of paradise i don't even know what that is it's the the dc all-female casted with harley quinn movie birds of prey birds of prey that's it never mind (laughs) i'm terrible sometimes you know me 
and like that wasn't even like a good teaser. No, that was literally just them showing who was casted. Well, it, it, that was like a costume test. Like they didn't even they didn't even show who was casted. They just showed Harley Quinn, and then who the other cast members are going to be. Well, like, that I guess that's that's like they showed the other characters like very yeah. quickly. But um, they also showed Harley Quinn because she's the only one casted. No, some of the other ones are already cast. Oh, they didn't have them, or they might have had them, but they had them like dark, dark, not dark face, but like they had them shadowed because you couldn't really make well, out who they yeah, were. They haven't started filming anything yet. Like Harley is a fairly easy costume to do. Yeah, like it's it's basically just makeup and something like silly. Like yeah. she had like like that weird ruffle thing over her. Yeah, true. Um, but the the one cool movie thing was the Zombieland trailer or not trailer poster. Yeah. Um, mostly because it looks like they gave us the, um, maybe the subtitle for it. What was it? Double Tap. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So, they did, um, on, I guess it's Instagram or Twitter or whatever, um, the, the 10 year challenge thing that's going around right now. Yeah. And they, they should, it was a picture of the 2009 trailer. Yeah. Poster from the original launch. And then the poster for the new one for Zombieland 2. It's nuts that it's been 10 years. Yeah. Like, I can't believe... That movie was so good, I don't know why they didn't make another one sooner. Yeah, I don't know either. But underneath the zombie land in the second one, it says Double Tap. Yeah. So that'd be cool, Zombie Land 2 Double Tap. Yeah. But yeah, I'm actually I'm actually very excited for that, because that first one really was just that good. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was. I, I want to see I want to see what else they do. And I, I recently used uh, one of the character names in that, in a, in a bit I did for the other podcast, so it was fun. Like, one of the cities? Uh, Wichita. Yeah, I mean, that, that is the, probably the most name-like. Well, so what it is, to just bring her quick, like, funny little bit that I did, uh, somebody had mentioned in the other podcast that rocks aren't, rocks don't kill people, but they can. So we had a, an ad read from the Coalition of Rocks and Stones Safety, and at, like, they were like, we'll give you some hints of rocks and stones that helped people. And it was the first two were, uh, like, like wrestlers based the wrestlers that fought Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock. Okay. And then uh the next one was uh Caretaker, who was Chris Rock's character. And then it was Wichita who was Emma Stone. So they just the person who gave us the read just used like people that were actually like named Rock. And it yeah. Was, it was it was stupid fun. I liked it. Yeah, that's not, I mean that's not a bad one. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a decent bit. People enjoyed it. Um but uh, other than than the Zombie Land poster uh, we also got a little bit of information regarding the Batman. Oh yeah, which is maybe going to be Ben Affleck, maybe not. No one knows. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's been delayed so many times, hasn't it? Um, well, it's just never really started or like was officially like. Yeah, like there was never anything official for it necessarily, other than um, Matt Reeves is writing and directing. Yeah, but he he did an inter- interview um, with Hollywood Reporter. And in that, he basically he said that they're they're getting ready to um, start casting later this year, mm-hmm. so they'll start casting the rest of the movie out. They don't mention if they're casting Batman though, so nobody really knows if Ben Affleck is still Batman or not. Yeah. Um. But he does say that there's going to be a rogues gallery, so we're we're going to see multiple Batman villains in the movie. Sweet. Um. And th- that he's doing another pass on the script. I don't know if that's just to tighten it up or if Warner Brothers has requested changes or what. Um, he also, though, throws out a, a, a timetable of when the movie might come out, which is probably 2021. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, which means the movie will, movie will probably start filming late this year, early next year 
for a 2021 release. Okay, yeah. Which, I mean, yes, that's a ways out, but also, like, movies take a while to make. Yeah, but I, I'm still used to, like, the, the Disney-Marvel turnaround time of, like, a year. But so, it's not a year, though. It's just they tell you in advance that these movies are coming, where, like, most of these movies take about two to three years to put out. Because, like, you figure, like, we, we knew a Black Panther movie was coming in, like, 2016, and then it came out in 2018. Yeah. They just keep their shit together and on schedule. Yeah, true. Like, the, other than, like, Inhumans got dropped and replaced by something still unknown. Yeah. Um, They've kept, like, their schedule has stayed pretty consistent from year to year whenever they release, like, those timelines of the phases. Yeah. Warner Brothers has just been all over the they're fucking just, place. They're just messed up. I mean, The Flash has been started and stopped, like, four or five different times. Yeah. They're already talking about a Wonder Woman 3. Really? Yeah, even though 2 doesn't come out till next year, I believe. Yeah, has 2 even been filmed yet? Yeah, I mean, I I don't know if it's done filming, but it it was filming as of, like, last summer. Okay. Um, Because it was supposed to come out this summer, and I believe it got pushed back. I think that's the biggest issue with DC, with their cinematic universe, is their filming schedule is terrible. Like, they're a year year behind. Like, Marvel, like, a lot of their stuff, like, uh, uh, Spider-Man Far From Home is, like, had finished filming less than eight months before the next movie comes out. Like, like they, they turn around after filming very quickly. Yeah. Whereas DC, like, Wonder Woman is filming, like, in the summer, but doesn't come out till next year. So it's like two well, years. Well, it's because it got, it got, it was supposed to come out sooner and they pushed it back. This, I mean, like, right now, like, you figure Aquaman just came out in December. Yeah. I think Shazam is due out in, like, March or April. I think so, yeah. But then there's no other DC movies until I think next summer when Wonder Woman 2 comes out. That's, that's just, that's crazy. Like, I'm, it's, it's nuts. It's just, it's, it's insane. I'm actually, I'm gonna double check and make sure that I have the date right for Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah, so, Wonder Woman 1984, June 5th, 2020. Okay. I am pretty sure there is no other confirmed DC movie. Actually, no, Birds of Prey, I think, is supposed to be out before then, maybe. Um, but so Shazam is Shazam, uh, April 5th of this year. Okay. And then Birds of Prey is, I get the Wikipedia page for literal Birds of Prey. (laughs) Well, I mean, makes sense. It's what you Googled. Yeah, but you know, like, give me a break. You have to Google Birds of Prey movie 2019. Doesn't even have like a Wikipedia page, but it, it, it's looking like it'll be a 2020 movie also. Okay. So two movies in 2020. One movie in 2019, but nothing for a year between them. Yeah. So, well, more than a year, probably, because Birds of Prey will probably be a late 2020. Yeah. Which, like, I'm happy they are staggering things and taking, like, like, making space between them, because, like, that's the one thing that pisses me off with Marvel, is they they release so rapidly and then nothing, whereas, like, alright, maybe every six months we'll get something with DC. It's like, alright, it's a little bit more relaxed but i feel like dc is just doing it backwards where this they have two movies back to back and then nothing for over a year oh yeah absolutely like that's that like space them out and i don't know like get put the movies out that people want to see and like Like, don't push wonder woman back when that was your first actual hit yeah like that that should have been wonder woman 2 and aquaman 2 should be in the making already well, so I, I know Wonder Woman 2 was filming last year. Yeah. Um, because Ninja Warrior, um, one of the top female competitors on that every year is a stunt woman. Okay. And she made it to, 
I don't know if she made it to the the yeah she made it to the, the like the final finals like the Vegas finals yeah um but could not go because she was in Greece or something like that filming for Wonder Woman two okay and like had like a video that she sent in that they played of her announcing that she was working on Wonder Woman two okay so like that movie was filming last year yeah and then it's two years before it actually is going to release yeah it's just get your shit together DC get your shit together WB yeah basically um. And then we have some video game news. Ooh, what kind of video game news? So, Dragon Ball Fighters. Yeah. Um, they announced their season two fighter pass thing. Okay. Um, first, first fighter that they, they, they've only announced a couple of fighters for it. Um, the big one is Jiren, I think is how you say his name. He is, so I, I realize you haven't, you, you, you don't watch Super. Uh, I was um, assuming he was a super character. Yeah, so he is. So you you, you know, like the, the super has that big universal tournament at the end. Yeah, yeah. And it's like the universe that wins doesn't get destroyed, but all the other ones do. Yeah. Um, Jiren is the most powerful person in that tournament. Okay. He is so powerful at one point. He he basically gets he he no longer feels a need to fight. He realizes there is nobody because he, he he basically beats Goku without knocking Goku out. Yeah. Um. Because it's it's like the tournament is World Martial Arts Tournament rules. You have to get knocked off of the stage, which is just like this big floating island thing in the middle of nowhere, like literally in a in a universe of nothing. Yeah. Um. It's in a pocket dimension, and yeah, you if you get knocked out, you're out, and it's just a big battle royale. I think it's ten people to a team per universe. Yeah. Um. He fights Goku, beats Goku down, decides nobody else on the the field is worth his time, essentially, and just sits down to meditate. Hmm. And people try to attack him while he's meditating, and just his sheer, like, power coming off of him is throwing them across the field. That's amazing. Yeah. And they, the the people that are making the tournament have disabled the ability to fly. Like, no one's allowed to fly or they're disqualified. Okay. So, like, literally, he's just sitting on the ground and people are just rushing at him, getting blown away. That's awesome. He is stronger than destroyers. So, like, Beerus, he is, like, on that level or higher. There's no, there's no reason he should be in this tournament. That's messed up. He's, he's a destroyer himself, I'm sure. No, he's not. He is just a guy from universe like 11, I think. That is just super strong. Yeah. So the, the, the whole premise of the tournament is basically, um, the, the, did you, you never, you never watched any of Super, right? Uh, no, I haven't. So they literally have, um, they, they introduce the multiverse and then they have, um, this guy called Grand Zeno, who he's this childlike god king that is he rules all of the universes yeah but literally he's like a child everybody like all like be, all the other destroyers from all the universes all the 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 um supreme kai's and everything like are like frightened of him they bow down to him like they show him like the utmost respect he's a fucking child though he just yeah. wants to play around and have a good time yeah goku calls him zenny <laughs> and like makes friends with him yeah and sounds like goku yeah and then when he goes to the future for the future trunk stuff, brings back the future Zeno so that the the past one has a friend. <laughs> um. But they um they decide to have this tournament because the mortal level, so like the human and other alien species that aren't gods, um are inconsistent in the universes. So like the universe that like our characters are in, like the average mortals are super weak compared yeah. to some of these other ones. Universe 11 is apparently at, like, the top end where, like, most of their people, super fucking powerful. Okay. Including this Jiren guy who is, like, beyond powerful. Yeah. 
Um, I'm pretty sure I haven't I haven't finished Super yet because it's still airing in English, but I'm pretty sure they take him out like with like a trick play. Okay. Like I'm pretty sure that the way they get rid of him is Goku and Frieza both sacrifice themselves and like launch themselves at him and just jump off the stage with him. Okay. And then like they had one person left on their team that wasn't out that ended up winning. Okay. Like that's how they take him out, not by actually beating him. Um, but he's going to be a fighter, which is cool. Yeah. Um, and then more exciting, Videl is going to be a character. Sweet. And apparently a lot, some of her moves and like assist stuff involve Great Saiyan Man coming in and helping. Yes. <laughs> That's, Great Saiyan Man is the best thing to ever come yeah. out of Dragon Ball. Because it's, it's Boo Saga, um, it's actually Tournament Saga Videl. So it's like the short hair Videl. Yeah. Not like, not the modern Videl. Okay. Um. And then it looks like there, there's also going to be Super Saiyan Blue Gogeta. Okay. And the movie version of Brawly. Like the new Brawly from the new movie. Yeah. Um, which I think Brawly is already one of the characters. So I don't know... I don't know what the difference there is going to be. Okay. Yeah, I mean, probably just different move set because it's from a different era. Maybe. Like, I mean, that's the other thing I think. That that's what they do with Goku and Vegeta. There are four of each of them, I think, at this point. Yeah, five if five Gokus, I think, if you count Bardock, because he basically just another Goku. Yeah, because there's there's base Super Saiyan, Super Saiyan Blue. So there's just there's three there's three Gokus, three Vegetas, and then there's a Vegito and a Gogeta. Yeah, and I, there might be more than one of each of those two. I don't know. Okay, like there's a lot of Vegetas and Gokus floating around in those fucking games. Yeah, it's, and, <laughs> and you have to think, like, they've got hundreds of characters they could pull from in those games. They give you four fucking Vegetas and Gokus. I mean, the exciting thing is, since they brought in Videl, they're obviously willing to put, like, the non-powered characters in. Yeah, so, so maybe maybe eventually Yamcha will be in there. Yamcha's already there. Oh, Yamcha's wow. actually not bad in that game. He's really? really? He's fast. Okay. Um, But, uh, like, a Mr. Satan, maybe. Yeah. A Master Roshi. Which Master Roshi is one of the stronger people in the un- in the in the universe. So Dude, Master Roshi takes part in the tournament of power. Exactly. Like he he is one of universe's seven's ten fighters. Yeah. Like he makes Poir Yamcha's little floaty cat thing. Uh huh. Um, because Oolong refuses. Because I don't know if you remember from the original Dragon Ball, Oolong and Poir are shapeshifters. Oolong is the pig. Okay. Um, like they can turn into other things. They just kind of fucking drop that in Dragon Ball. Okay. Or in Dragon Ball Z, I mean. Yeah. But uh Roshi makes Puar or not makes, but requests Puar help him, um, by turning into sexy ladies so <laughs> that he can desensitize himself to women so that he does not become distracted during the tournament. <laughs> I hate Master Roshi so much, I love him. But ap- apparently he does well in the tournament and like yeah. actually get- gets like the respect of Beerus. Okay. Because he manage I guess he manages to take out one or two people. Okay. Which like good on him. Yeah. Like, you'd expect him to be super fucking outclassed. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, that that is that is a cool thing. Yeah. Uh, a second season of that stuff. Um, they also announced another Dragon Ball game. Okay. So it's just Dragon Ball game Project Z action. Or maybe it's just Project Z, actually. Yeah, there's no... Yeah. I, there's no, like, running title for it yet. Yeah, it so it's it, the it, project name. It's being called Dragon Ball Game Project Z. Yeah. It's an action RPG, though, which maybe, is not something they do often for Dragon Ball games. Maybe it's like an action RPG 
through the entirety of the Z. No, that's exactly what it is. Story. Yeah, it, it's a, it's retelling Z, but it looks just like um, Fighters. Like it's that okay. anime cell shaded looking style that they did for Fighters. Okay, but in some sort of action RPG. That's pretty sweet. I'm actually yeah. very much interested in that. Yeah, like that actually seems really cool, and it, it's CyberConnect Two doing it. Um, okay, who they've worked on. Um, the Naruto Shippuden games, which were amazing, or not the Naruto games on the on the 360. If that's a, those are the games, yeah. you're talking, like the uh, I can't even remember the name of them, but like those were Ultimate f- Ninja Storm and stuff like that. Oh, uh, those are just the general fighting games. There were like actual story round games. As yeah, well. th- those were the ones they worked on, to my knowledge. Okay, I just I didn't know there was a difference. Yeah, I can't remember the name of them, but those were really good games. Yeah, and then it's, um, they also did some of the dot hack games. Okay. I don't know which ones, but they have worked on those also. I want, I want dot hack to be downloadable. I really want to play those games. Maybe someday. Yeah. Um, but it's, the game's also going to include the, Eng- the English voice cast. Sweet. So it'll have the Japanese one, obviously, but you'll be able to switch it over and hear the English voices too. Okay. So, yeah, and that's due out this year, apparently. Oh, that's, they, did, that's... they didn't give an actual date, but it's 2019. It'll be holiday. Maybe not holiday, but definitely like fall at the earliest. We'll get the full-on official Se- announcement probably during uh, E3 for whatever system it's going to come out on. I mean, I think it's it's multi-platform, at least Xbox and PS4. Well, like primary system. Like, oh, oh yeah, get, I see like, what you mean. Like, yeah, it'll like I mean it'll come out on everything, but like oh, uh, we're going to give Xbox more money to to promote it or whatever. You know how they do. Yeah, but it. I mean, I don't know. It it sounds pretty cool. Yeah, and it it looks pretty cool. So. I'll definitely play it. I can't wait. Yeah, that is definitely a game that I will pick up. Um, and the last bit of game news. Metroid Prime 4 has restarted development. Yeah. So it was, I want to say it was Bandai Namco was working on Metroid Prime 4 originally. Yeah. Um, Nintendo just wasn't happy with the development of the game. They weren't happy with the direction it was going, I guess, or how it was turning out. So they have... They don't necessarily say they scrapped what Bandai was working on, but they've pulled it back in-house. Retro Studios is now going to be in charge of it, and it sounds like they're just starting over. Okay. So it's probably going to be a considerable amount of time before we see Metroid Prime 4, depending on how much over they're starting. Yeah. But, like, that's cool, because at least that studio has the pedigree of having worked on the other three, or at least the first two. I don't know if they did um, three or not. I may like all I like I haven't played the prime I did not that I haven't played the prime games. I never beat any of the prime games. Um I remember Eric loved them and I do know that they went back to back to back. So I would hope that it was the same team that worked on all of them, but I'm not sure. But I mean at this point like that that those original people probably aren't there anymore. Yeah. But at the same time like there's probably somebody from excuse me, from some of those real teams that are still floating around at Nintendo. Yeah. But it's still like the studio has like like that is a well um well regarded first party Nintendo studio. Yeah. Because I'm actually trying to look. Oh, that's right. They work on Donkey Kong Country too. Okay. Like they did Donkey Kong Country Returns and Tropical Freeze, which Tropical Freeze is a really good game. Yeah. Oh, I they did played, I, I wanna get I wanna get the Donkey Kong Country games. Um like like all of them or like the Tropical Freeze and pretty much... I want to play Donkey Kong. Like, I want to play all the core Nintendo titles. Like, So Tropical Freeze is actually really good. I have it yeah. on Switch. Um, yeah, I'm just looking. So yeah, they did They did all of the Metroid Prime stuff. 
Okay. So Prime, Prime 2, Prime 3, they did the port for Prime Trilogy. Um, and actually, it looks like, other than the first Metroid Prime, which had Miyamoto as the producer, um, all of the other ones were produced by the same guy, Kensuke Tanabe. Okay. So at least, at least coming into Metroid Prime 4, it's the, it's the same producer yeah. is tied to it. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I don't know if this guy is still a director at Nintendo or not. No. No, he is not. So the guy that directed it, not there anymore. Okay. But still, like, I'm kind of glad it's back in-house. Um, yeah. The if, if, I'm glad they took charge and was like, we don't like how this is going. Let's take a step back. We know everybody wants this. Let's take a step back and refresh. Let's make sure it is what it should be. And it is actually very refreshing that they are, they're being upfront about it. Like they, they put out a video explaining the situation. Okay. Um, they, they're not just trying to bury the lead of, you know, that they're restarting or anything like that or that they're changing development studios. Yeah. Like they count, they said, like the game is not what we want it to be. We're, changing who's doing it and starting over okay yeah um which kind of sets a dangerous precedent for the games industry because that means other companies don't have any reason not to do it if nintendo's willing to come out and do that yeah um but yeah i'm i mean i'm i am still interested in a metroid prime 4 i I only played the first one but I, i liked the first one yeah like they were really good games and i loved playing through the first one it was just like like it came out on gamecube which was like what, fifteen years ago? Am I going a little overboard? The first one was two thousand two. Yeah, so over fifteen. And so my meager little uh ten year old brain, twelve fourteen year old brain couldn't really like comprehend not th- not that I couldn't comprehend it, like it wasn't what I was looking for at that time. I enjoyed it, but it was I was just like this is too much too RPG like for a first person shooter for me. But then like Watching, I was able to watch Eric play, and I was like, this is a really cool game, I want to play it. But I just never played through it myself. Okay. Then, like, my thing was when Other M came out, I played the hell out of that. That game was amazing. And see, I was about to say, that game is not well regarded. Um, Like, not many people enjoyed that. I, which, I think it's because a lot of the people who played Metroid Other M started Metroid with, like, the Prime series. And didn't realize that, like, Other M kind of went back to what it used to be. And what, cause Metroid wasn't always an RPG like this other, it was like, it's always a side scroller type stuff and not the RPG yeah. but first so person. People were very excited for Other M when they saw what it was going to be. And then apparently were just turned off by what it actually ended up being. Which disappoints me, cause it was a good game. But at that, least I thought it was. That was also a game that was done by another studio. That was, yeah, was Ninja Theory, I believe. Team Ninja. Team Ninja. Yeah. I knew, I knew there was a ninja involved. Yeah, they, cause they're the ones who did like the Ninja Guiding games or whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was worthwhile. And the end, the ending sequence is pretty sweet. Because at the end of it, uh, somehow, for some reason, she's not in her suit. And so you're playing through the, like, the last, like, half hour of the game in Zero Suit Samus. Wow, I forgot how old that game actually was now. That's a 10 year old game. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> I think I have an art book for it somewhere up there. Oh wow, so it takes place between Super Metroid and Metroid Fusion. Okay. I didn't know that. But I've, I've never played, like, a lot of the Metroid games either. Like, uh-huh. that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, same with like how I want to go back and watch all the DC animated series or animated movies. I want to go back and play all the core Nintendo titles, all the Mario's, all the Metroids, all the 
whatever else, so, like Star Foxes and everything, anything else you can think of that's core Mar- core Nintendo. So the um the Metacritic for other M is actually seven seventy nine out of hundred, which isn't bad. Yeah, but I just know like fan wise consensus always seems like that game was not is not fondly looked upon. Yeah, kind of like uh, Skyward Sword. Yeah, like yeah, I can see that. I can get it. Um, but yeah, that is all the news. Really? Yeah. It's not a lot of news. There wasn't a lot. No, I mean, it's it's that time of year. At least there wasn't a lot of stuff that, like, we would necessarily have any input on. Like, there were some other, like, less interesting things that I could have brought up that maybe if, like, Drew was here, he might have had, like, a little input on, but even yeah. then, I doubt. Yeah. Um, but what have you been up to? Uh, you know, just life and stuff. No, my, uh, I've been playing a lot of Mario Kart action. I never got it for the Switch. I saw and that you had played that on y- Switch. Yeah, so I ne- I actually never bought it on the Switch, and then it was a few weeks ago, and I have to throw a shout-out to my friends Matt, Jenna, Tim, and Martha. I don't know if they listen, but I'm throwing a shout-out to them anyway. They were sweethearts, and we were playing Smash one night, and it was like, it was a Saturday night, it was getting close to like 9 o'clock, and it was when we were supposed to get that big snowstorm. Um, we're playing Smash, we're all online, and they're like, we want to play Mario Kart, because, uh, like... My friend's wife doesn't like Smash, but she likes Mario Kart. I'm like, all right, well, I don't have it. Go ahead and play. I'm going to play something else. Thanks for inviting me to play Mario Kart. I mean, you know <laughs> what? Now that I have it and they want to do it, I'll let you know and you can play. But you have to download the uh, Switch app. Oh, fuck uh, that. It's, really? not, it's not terrible. It no, works. No, it is. No, it's not. I So, look, it might work, but, like, there is some fundamental part of me that is just not okay with it. I mean, it. it there's... Like, like, it is such the wrong way to do the online uh, video games. Like, for for what we were using it for, it's fine. Like, it, I mean, either way, like, yeah, we should be able to just voice chat on the system itself. Absolutely, 100% agree. Like, I would rather download Discord and run a Discord server than use that app out of principle. I, you know, that's so much work to do. Like, it is. Instead of just, like, like biting the bullet, downloading this app, which is a very menial, like, it is very minimal. I actually, I have it, and it's it's really bad. Like, like it's not a good app. I, I Like, there are things I don't like about it. Like, for instance, because they bought me the game, they bought it for me, I downloaded it, but it took an hour to download that hour it was downloading, because Switch cannot be hardwired, I had to shut all of my internet using capabilities off to let it download as fast as possible. And because I wasn't in the room with them playing, I couldn't chat with them. Because it only connects you to the game you're playing. So if you're not actively playing a game, you can't chat. You know how you could have chatted? Fucking Discord, man. Y- yeah, but... <laughs> like it's that, just... Honestly, that's why I said that, because you have that ability... And I mean, and this goes for any platform, and any multiplayer thing, like... If, if, let's say, um, Anthem comes out in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Let's say we were, like, you and I, and let's say, like, your brother was gonna get it, and Drew, and the four of us were gonna play Anthem. Yeah. But, like, I could, I, like, I bought it late and was waiting for it to install. If we were on Discord, like, I could still sit there and chat with you guys as you're getting started. But also, like, do you, we don't need a Discord because that's on a system that has voice chat and party capabilities on the system. Yes. No, I, I agree, but I'm just saying that that's the thing, like, maybe I'm not home yet. Maybe I'm on my way home. I can still start up Discord and chat with you guys through Discord from my phone while I'm not yeah, there and you and, guys are playing the new game. And, and that's the thing, like, when they boasted about the Switch app, they said, like, you'd be able to keep in touch with your friends when you're not online, but... You can't. I can't. Like, it, it is a very stupid app. It works for what we used it for. But besides... And it's not the worst app ever. There are... I'm sure there is much worse out there. I mean, isn't... You can't... You still... Don't you need to, like, do the weird, like, dongle thing with it still? No. 
Cause remember there was something about having to like plug your phone into the Switch somehow? No, you just connect your Nintendo account. You literally connect to your Nintendo account and click voice chat, and it'll, if your Switch is on, it'll connect you to the voice chat of that game. Do you remember what I'm talking about, though? Yeah, I remember it was like... I can't remember what it was for now, though. I I don't know, but I do remember it was a little ridiculous. Yeah, like, it involved, like, a bunch of different, like, connectors and dongles and things to, like, be able to plug your phone into the Switch to do something. Yeah, I don't remember. Like, it was, they, they had some ridiculous infographics up. Oh, I remember what it was. So if you're playing in handheld mode, and want to be and and have headphones in. Yeah, yeah. You needed to connect your phone to the switch, and then connect the yeah, headphones like, from the switch to your head to your ears, so that you could hear the switch and the game at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or that, the switch and the voice chat at the same time. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, that was the. And I'm sure that's still how it is. But I mean, I play my switch on my T. So yeah. But so shout out to my friends. They were like, "Well, you know, here." Here's 15 bucks each, and buy the game, download it, and play it with us as soon as you can. So I've been playing a lot of that, because in the deluxe version, the Switch version, you get everything unlocked, minus the cart pieces. So I've just been playing the hell out of that to get all the cart pieces. Did you play Mario Kart um, 8, or whatever it was yeah, on the Wii U? Yeah, I have it for the Wii U. It's, okay, I wasn't sure. up there, I had it for the Wii U, and I just never downloaded any of the DLC. Because, like, And I wanted to, just never got around to it. And I didn't buy this one because I was like, I already have the game. I don't want to have to buy it again. I didn't think there would be an instance where, like, I wasn't able to enjoy playing a game with a friends because I didn't have it. But they were they were super kind, so I've been playing yeah. the hell out of that. I, I, I didn't know until this version that, like, if you play 150cc, it gives you the trophies for everything prior to it. Yeah. Which I used to always play because you have to unlock everything by playing through each mode. Yeah. I would... Like, play 50, then 100, then 150. So I started that, and then I was like, you know, let's see how it goes with just 150. And then it shows me all my trophies and stars for everything else. It's like, holy fuck, that's amazing. Yeah, I don't know if it's always done that or not, actually, but I, I did know this version did it. Yeah, I was like, that's that's awesome. So I was... I, I will say, too, I, I know you don't feel the need for it, but Mario Kart is the reason I bought a Pro Controller. That game feels so much better playing with, like that controller than with the slightly squared off um joycon i mean but that's like i don't i don't generally play with the uh the joycon connector i play with just the single joycon and i have those little uh connectors that i that i got for christmas oh that's right yeah the little handheld things that it's comfortable for me yeah it's just like if you're playing with the plus one your your thumb is a little bit more over if you're playing with the minus one your other thumb's a little bit more over but it's comfortable enough to where it's not noticeable. And yeah, the, the Joy-Con connected to the two, I just, I find that comfortable enough to be able to play. You're fucking broken. I mean, it's <laughs> my, I mean, I have these sausage fingers already, so like, bigger, the bigger the controller, the, the worse off it is actually, so. I mean, and see, that's my problem. I feel like the, the, the controller with the grip is a little too big, and, I don't know, just uncomfortable. Like, it could, it's squared, so it's, it's the same deal as like, trying to play certain games in handheld mode, everything is too squared, so, like, your hands don't rest naturally. Whereas, yeah. like, I... I mean, like, that, that, it just might be how, like, I don't, I try not to play a lot in handheld mode when if I don't have to, but, yeah, handheld mode is uncomfortable for me because it's just, it's a heavy system. However, like, playing with just the Joy-Con connected onto the adapter, to me, like, I guess maybe the way I hold it, it's not that uh, ridiculous. It's like... Maybe. It's, it's comfortable enough for me. Uh, so yeah, it's a lot. So I've been playing a lot of uh, 
Mario Kart, been playing a decent amount of Smash lately, trying to still unlock all the characters. I think I have like 52 characters unlocked. Man, you're slacking. Everyone else got them all already. Yeah, I know, but I got a lot of shit back to back to back after... After, like, Smash came out. I and saw, none of them are Rocket League. I, look, I've been playing a shit ton of Onrush. I don't know on, that. That's the free game that was on PlayStation Plus. And oh, right, right, right. That game is amazing. But it's not Rocket League. You know what? I think it's better than Rocket League. You've never played Rocket League. You can't make that assumption. Mm, you, you've never played Onrush, so you can't make that assumption. Drew has played both, and I feel like he would confirm that Rocket League is better. I mean... Drew's also broken when it comes to video games, and so are you. You like Monster Hunter? Yeah, well, yeah, and Drew and <laughs> likes uh, Drew and likes wrestling. He doesn't like wrestling games, though. Does he? You know, I like... nobody likes the WWE games. No, all the WWE games are terrible. But he does like wrestling, which does take points against him. Yeah. I, I agree. But I've been playing a lot of Onrush on the PlayStation because that game, that game's just it's stupid fun. Like it's just crashing into things. I'm getting a little frustrated with um the second. Uh, set of uh, of matches that you can do. So it's like it's broken off into like multiple different like sets of matches and each one has like seven to ten things that you can do. Some of them are single races. Some of them are multiple race events. Okay. In the second set, the very last one, the second match in that is near impossible to me because the the car set that they give you is only motorcycles and in my opinion the motorcycles suck in that game. And like you need to, it's the one. It's the one uh, where you have to reach the gates faster than the other team, and you have to keep going and hit the gates faster than the other team. Everybody on your team has to hit the gates faster than everybody on the other team to get more points. And I cannot seem to win that at all because I am not able to do any damage to the enemy cars to stop them because I'm on a fucking motorcycle. It's just it's terrible. And uh, like you, you don't have to win to continue forward. But you need to win to get your points for doing the side objective, which is crushing or, or like, breaking 12 cars. I've ran that thing at least 10 times, and I still have not gotten the crushed 12 cars, because I've won it once, and that one time I won it, I didn't have the 12 cars crushed. <laughs> oh, that sucks. I, it's just, it's such a pain in the ass. That's the only one I can't do. The rest of them I'm fine with. It's just that one match. So it has my, like, total points gained for that one, 11.05 out of 11.10. You need to get better. I'm getting as better as I can, but motorcycles suck in that game. You're it's not getting so, better good enough. Motorcycles are so squishy in that game. It's annoying. I hate it. Um, I'm trying to think what else I've done. Um, I did listen to Conan's new podcast, Conan O'Brien Needs Friends. I think you talked about that two weeks ago. Uh, Maybe. I don't remember. Did you listen to David Tennant's new podcast? No, you did tell me about it. I for- completely forgot about it. Yeah, the first episode came out. It I can't remember the actress's name, but um, she was um his the co-star with him in um Broadchurch. Okay, I don't remember. I think her that's name. what that show was called. Yeah, I don't remember her name. Yeah, it was Olivia something. Okay, but she was yeah. the first guest, and it's just an interview show. Yeah, I didn't. I haven't listened to it myself, but I I know like um Ian McKellen is supposed to be on at some point. Jodie Whittaker. Yeah. A um, bunch of other people, like yeah, actors and stuff from different things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Conan O'Brien's new podcast is pretty good. I enjoyed it. It's funny. He's he's just smart funny. Yeah, like, I like Conan. Like he's, he's quick and quippy, and it's like, some of this stuff, I'm just like, you guys are idiots. But it's hilarious. Uh, but honestly, besides, I don't really, not much else new to talk about, I don't think. We were supposed to play D&D a couple weeks ago and ended up not being able to because... Eric had a migraine. I thought you guys did do that. No, that was that was two weeks ago. 
And we were supposed to play, but Eric had a migraine, so we weren't able to. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't have, I haven't really, I don't think I've seen any new movies or anything. Nothing really of note to talk about specifically. I've just been living the nerd life as best I can. That's fair. By playing a lot of, a bunch of games that I've played before. And nothing new. I almost did play, um, Skyrim on the Switch. Almost. Like you, you, do you own it or? I do own it. I got it for Christmas and I do own it. And I almost put it in because like, I, I'm in this part of Valkyria that is pretty difficult. And I think I've ran this mission twice. No, I, I've, I ran it once and I failed it because I didn't realize a thing would happen if they did something. And then I ran it the second time and I was able to complete it. But it's, I'm just like, it, it gets very tense and it's very serious right now. So I was like, all right, let me take a break from this and play other things and then i went to go play it the other day but ended up just sitting around watching parks and rec or something (laughs) because i was just like i don't i don't want to be serious right now i really don't let me play because mario kart is on the switch and not a cartridge i'm going and playing that a lot because i can just switch over yeah you don't have to do anything to swap games yeah and i'm just waiting to get my email so i can try out piranha plant hopefully you get that soon i'm mad i didn't get it yet i'm so mad because i know i shouldn't have waited till late to uh redeem it I know I set it up forever ago. Like, like it had to have been at least two weeks ago. You know, the ago. thing is, though, there are probably millions of people all trying to redeem it right now. Yeah, but, like, I I know I, like, set up the, my points, whatever, or, like, registered my game at least two weeks ago. But as I'm saying, like, over the last probably two or three weeks, there's probably been millions of people all doing it that yeah. didn't do it when they purchased the game. Yeah. So. Well, it was because, like, the... The card in the car in the box that says how to do it was kind of a pain in like I had to Google to figure out how to do it and then like that still was like you need the code on the box and then you need this and that. I was just like, I'll do this later. And then they sent a mail in Smash saying, Hey guys, remember to do this. The easiest way to do it is to press plus and minus, go to my Nintendo Rewards and register the game. And so I did that and I'm like, Great, I'm registered. Now I gotta wait for my my code. Hopefully your email is set up on your Nintendo account correctly. It is, because when I went to go log into the store, it was my R-Sweeten email account. Oh, well, that's good then. Yeah, like I know it's set up properly, I just, I don't know why I haven't gotten it yet, and it's kind of pissed me off. <laughs> Too many people are all doing the same thing as you. They're butts. They're all butts. I'm telling you, you just should have done it when you bought the game. Yeah, I guess so. But uh, what about you, Cobb? Anything, um, anything of note? I've done some stuff. Um, I read some comics. Oh, yeah? Um... I caught up on Uncanny X-Men. Okay. Which I was 10 issues behind because that book launched and I didn't read any of them. Yeah. Um, but it, it was a 10-issue um, like story arc. Okay. Plus an annual. Yeah. That it, it was called X-Men Disassembled. Okay. Which is a play on Avengers Disassembled where Brian Bendis um, broke up the Avengers in the early 2000s. Okay. Um, by like murdering a few of them and doing all sorts of crazy shit. Yeah. Um, that was right around the time that, like, Scarlet Witch lost her mind and made all the mutants go away for a while. Okay. Um, fun story. This story also involves a mutant going crazy and making all the mutants go away for a while. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I hate to say it, but Marvel is running out of original ideas. So, uh, to be fair, like, this one was actually kind of cool. Um, you know who Cable is, right? Yeah, the, time, the teleporter who doesn't actually have any powers. Well, or not teleporter, time traveler who doesn't really have any powers. No, he has tons of powers. Does he? He's an Omega level mutant. I I I I could have swore back in like the '90s cartoon he had no powers. I mean, the cartoon was probably weird. Um, he is a stronger telepath than Jean Grey is. Okay. Um, the problem is Cable is 
constantly forced to use his power to keep the techno-organic virus that's, like, in his body at bay. Okay. If he didn't have that, he would be, like, on par with, like, the Phoenix Force for power. Okay. Um. So, like, Jean Grey, while she's the Phoenix, he could, like, theoretically take her on. All right. Um. There's an alternate version of Cable called X-Man. Um. <laughs> very, very original. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, he kind of... he The character calls that out, too. Yeah. Um. He, he goes by Nate Grey, whereas um, Cable is um Nathaniel Summers. So Cable took his dad's last name. Yeah. Um, X-Man takes his mom's last name. Okay, yeah. X-Man is from the Age of Apocalypse storyline. Okay. From, like, the 90s. Yeah. Um, and, like, so he's from a different universe, came into this one, basically. Um, apparently, like, something fucking happened to him, and he went sort of batshit crazy, I guess would be the best way to put it. Okay. Um, started looking a little bit like Jesus with a beard. Um... Do you know much about Apocalypse? Like how Apocalypse does like the four horsemen and everything? Yeah, and... I know. I know. I, I saw the movie. I know. Okay. And I watched uh, X-Men Evolution. So I know like okay, I'm j- Apocalypse. Yeah. So like Apocalypse base. takes over like four mutants and names them as his four horsemen of the apocalypse. Yeah. Like Angel was always one of them and becomes Archangel. Yeah. Um. So Nate does that too. Um. Only he is trying to perfect the world. So, his are, like, the four angels of, like, world peace or whatever. Okay. Um, he takes over Angel. Of course. Um, Magneto. Okay. Um, Omega Red and the Blob. (laughs) Who's Omega Red? Omega Red is this Russian psycho mutant guy who, um, he has to feed on the life force of mutants to, like, survive. Okay. So, kind of like a vampire, but he's got these weird, like, metal tentacle things that, like, come out of his arms. Yeah. Um, I, I think he is normally a Wolverine villain, but he, he is a, an overall X-Men villain also. Okay. Um, but yeah, so those four become his, like, horsemen. He forcibly abducts Apocalypse, Kitty, and a random senator and holds them all captive. Um, meaning he is so powerful, he holds Apocalypse captive. And is, this is Apocalypse that, uh, Deadpool is, like, um, fathering? No, no, no. That's uh, that's that's an old storyline. It's over with. Um, that 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 is different too. So, um, I cannot remember that kid's name. Um, he is like he is another one of those like alternate versions of Apocalypse. Like he is like the the like offspring of Apocalypse sort of thing. Yeah. Um, he is not actually N. Sabiner. Like he is not the actual Apocalypse. Okay. Um, but like Nate actually kidnapped Apocalypse. Jesus. Um, and he also just turned off all their mutant abilities. And does all, he, he makes all of the, um, religious shrines in the world, like Mecca and the Vatican disappear. Okay. Um, because he's just trying to make world, the world perfect and peaceful. I can get behind that. Yeah. Um, it ends up being like, there's like this weird showdown between him and Legion, who they are the two most powerful, like, psychics, basically. Yeah. Um, but Legion is actually insane. I don't yeah. know if you... Did you watch the FX show at all? I want to. I haven't gotten around to it yet. So Legion is at... Like, he's got multiple personality yeah, disorder. Yeah, he's, he's like Professor X's son, right? Or something like that? Yeah. And yeah. all of his personalities manifest different powers and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, like, he's legit... He is actually the reason that the Age of Apocalypse universe exists. Like, that was a thing he did by accident while he <laughs> was trying to, like, prove to his dad that he was good or something. It was something weird. Like That's that, amazing. Yeah. Um, so, like, he feels like he's the only one that can stop Nate, and it, it was a weird fucking storyline, but it basically ends with Nate deciding that 
mutants just need to go someplace else and just all the mutants disappear okay um it's kind of it's kind of ambiguous whether or not he destroys everybody or just makes them go someplace else okay um some of like the solicitations for books coming up make it seem like maybe he created like a new universe just for the mutants to be part of okay kind of like like they, they've done similar storylines before like um there was heroes reborn in the 90s where um franklin richards the son of sue and and reed um something bad happens and in order to save everybody he basically just creates his own universe and puts all of the heroes in it yeah but all of the heroes get like changed slightly like iron man becomes like a teenager okay like weird stuff like that um that sounds kind of dumb. Because, like, realistically, if they needed... What the X-Men should have done in this whole thing is just gone to the Fantastic Four, who just got back, and um, and asked them to borrow Franklin, because Franklin's stronger than all of them. Yeah. And he's a mutant, so, like, it's kind of his fight. Franklin's a mutant, not, uh, like, a yeah. cosmic-powered person? Nope, he is a mutant. Okay. He is, he is beyond Omega-level mutant, because his power is literally the creation of universes. That's... That's ridiculous. Like, but, like, like he can create universes, but like, can he do whatever he wants in this universe as well, or can he just like? Yeah, basically. That's um, it, he's a child, so like, he can't. Like, he doesn't have that sort of control over it. Yeah. But they've done stories before where, where like future version. I think we, we talked about it like several years ago. One of the storylines involved apocalypse, or not apocalypse, the celestials, like the big crazy alien things. It's what um. In Guardians of the Galaxy, well, nowhere the floating head. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a celestial head. They're yeah. like these giant space gods. That's that's also what uh, what's his name was his dad. Uh, Star Lord's dad was a celestial. Yes, but like that was the movie version yeah, of it. Yeah. So, um, in in the comics, his dad like it, well in the comics, his dad is just a king of another alien race. Yeah, but um, what Kurt Russell was in that movie um, was Ego, the Living Planet. Yeah, which. In the comics, he's literally just a planet that is alive and sentient and has a face. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, there was a storyline where fu- a future version of Franklin um, comes back to, like, save the day after, like, being, like, this weird shadow character talking to his younger self, getting his younger self to, like, store up power for, like, an extended period of time. And um, he comes back and literally makes... Um, uh, Galactus, his best friend. <laughs> like, he is so powerful, he just kind of... Like, I, I'm pretty sure that that thing involved him fist-bumping Galactus. That's amazing. Yeah. Because at the end of the universe, they are the last two things alive. Oh, yeah. I can um, see that. Yeah, because he, 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 he gets to a certain point, and he just... I'm pretty sure he just decided to stop aging. I, I hope they decide to bring Galactus into, like, the Avengers Cinematic Universe. Oh, that'd be cool. It, like, once that deal is done, like, I feel like they have to at some point. Yeah, like, and not just, like, a Fantastic Four villain, like, a full-on Avengers villain. Cause, and that's the thing, like, it would work well as, like, a, like, have, have that sort of get introduced as a Fantastic Four thing. Yeah. Like, have Silver Surfer show up with Fantastic Four. Have, yeah. Maybe have them on, like, some sort of space mission where they run into Galactus. Yeah. Or something like that. But, yeah, then have it... Even if they did, like, a Captain America Civil... Or Civil War. Um, Yeah, like, Captain America Civil War thing. Where it was a Fantastic Four movie, but it involves the other heroes. Because there's a giant fucking space god about to eat the Earth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like it, it makes sense for it to be, like, an Avengers movie or, like, yeah, a major Fantastic Four crossover movie. Yeah. Like, that, that would just be so cool. Like, as long as he's not just a fucking cloud, too. Like, he needs so, to be Galactus. To be fair, 
ultimate version of Galactus, which a lot of the movies do pull from the ultimate universe, was actually a, a, a cloud. That's... He was, it, in, in the Ultimate Universe, he was a swarm of, like, nanobots or something like that. Okay. Not actually, like, this weird omni-being. Would they ever, like, form into what looks like Galactus, or would they always just be... I don't remember. I don't think so. Like, they never formed, like, a person like that. But at one point when the... At one point, they pulled Galactus from, like, the main universe into the Ultimate Universe, and he fused with the Galactus swarm. Okay. And became this weird, like uber galactus oh jeez yeah um but as far as the x-men stuff goes after all the the mutants disappeared um we got our first confirmation that cyclops is alive no well, i'm sorry our second confirmation that cyclops is alive fuck um but then the the annual that released like the week after explains like how he's alive which it's it's cyclops no one cares so yes and no um it, they i don't particularly like cyclops but they made him they made him at least own up to all of the shit he did before he died. He was a real big D-bag. Yeah. Um, like, normally he's kind of like Superman-y where, like, he's a little too by the book. Yeah. But, like, the last, like, three or four years of Cyclops, he, he, he basically took over Magneto's role as the Megalon, Megalon, Megalomaniac. Yeah. I, I think is what I was trying to say. Um, but they brought him back in one of those, like, bullshit comic book, like, it would only work for the X-Men sort of ways. Yeah. Um, cable, like actual Cable, but like a young teenage version of Cable, sent the original X-Men back in time to like their time, and then did a bunch of time travel to have a guy that Cyclops saved while the guy was in college create a device to harness the Phoenix Force to put into Cyclops' dead body so that when the, when the Phoenix Force resurrect cyclops temporarily when gene gray returned a little bit of that power would get saved from it and then used to actually bring actual cyclops back from the dead that's just <laughs> why go through so much for fucking cyclops i mean he is a core x-men i know but um they they ha- they they basically wrote it out where like they they, they show all that and they at least move through that quickly and then, like, Cable has, like, this discussion with him where, like, he kind of admits that, like, he, fu- like, like Cyclops fucked up. But he also has all the memories of his younger self that, like, all the time that he spent in the future. Where, like, his younger self basically got to see what sort of a shithead his, like, life turned into. Yeah. Um. But then he gets given an ultimatum by Cable at the end of the issue of, look, everyone you care about right now is fighting for their lives against um, X-Men which is with the end of, like, the previous issue. Um, alternately, the guy who literally just brought you, helped bring you back from the dead, is about to, him and his whole family are about to be murdered by the guy that you saved him from a decade ago. Um, who do you want to go help? And, like, he goes and helps the guy that, like, brought him back to life. Okay. Which is, like, the Cyclops thing to do. Um, because, like, obviously, like, even if his friends lose, like, they volunteered for the fight. Yeah. Like, this family didn't. Yeah. Like, this guy just has a vendetta against them for, like, other reasons. So, like, he's at least, like, he appears to not be the shitty Cyclops anymore. Or that's, the shitbag Cyclops, I should say. That's a little better, but Cyclops is always a douche. So, Cyclops can be cool when paired with the right character. So, like, when Uncanny, when the next issue comes out, he is going to be pulling together, like, the few remaining mutants that didn't get taken away. Which includes the recently resurrected Wolverine. Okay. Um, who they did not part on good terms. No. I mean, 
I, I, I wouldn't know because I haven't read it, but Wolverine and Cyclops never are anything on good terms. No, so in the comics, actually, they were really good friends for a long time. Um, Cyclops did some shit that Wolverine wasn't okay with, though. Yeah. Like, at, at one point, Cyclops started having, like, the kids, like, the students, um, start doing stuff that, like, the students shouldn't, like, going on, like, like, he made X-23, or not made, but he recruited X-23 for, to X-Force. Okay. Like, the Black Ops murder people X-Men group. Yeah. And he had, like, a 14-year-old student, like, murder a bunch of people because that was the only way for them to, like, get out of a situation. Okay. Like, they were bad people, but still. Yeah. And, like, it was one of those things where Wolverine's like, you need people killed, I'll kill them for you. Like, you know I'll do that. The kids don't do that, though. Yeah. And Cyclops was just like, it's, it's war. <laughs> like, so that was kind of, like, where they split. Yeah. So, like, having them both, like, now be recently back from the dead and having to, and being, like, some of the last mutants left should actually make for an interesting story. Yeah, it could. Yeah. Um, I also watched things. What did you watch? Um, I'm most of the way through Punisher, season two. I've only seen the first episode and, like, halfway through the second episode. I, th- I won't, either, I'm either through episode nine, so, like, episode ten into the next episode, or I'm up to episode nine. I can't remember which. Okay. Um, that show, unfortunately, started really strong, but definitely fucking meanders in the middle. Yeah, I'm, I, I like, it, from what I've seen, I was like, this is starting really good, but I don't think it's gonna hold up. So the first, like, two episodes are, are good. Yeah. Um, and then they go back to New York, and that's kind of where it starts going downhill. Yeah. And, like, there are still good points in it, but, like, they're not quite where I was hoping it would be. But, like, I've got three to four more episodes to go. Yeah, and, and, like, from what I've seen, like, when, like, when I watched Punisher Season 1, like, I felt like some of the episodes just felt too long and could have ended at multiple points. I felt the same way from what I've seen. Even in episode one and two, I'm like, all right, now it's going to end. All right, now it's going to, okay, now it's going to end. And it just kept going. And I'm like, I can see that. You, like, and that is their, their, one of their faults with these shows, with the exception of Iron Fist season two, a lot of the shows and a lot of the episodes go just a tad bit too long. Where like, you could have stopped it here. Like, for instance, the first episode started with them driving around in the van. They could have stopped it and had that, like, play into the second episode. And, like, like they just need to cut stuff. Like, they need to cut more things. Yeah. And not make these shows drag so much. I mean, honestly, I think I mean, we, we don't have to worry because I'm sure this will be canceled soon. And yeah. I think Jessica Jones is the last thing that they're doing. Yeah. Um, But... I think one of the problems is they, they really should have stopped doing 13-episode seasons for them. Yeah. They yeah. should have done, like, maybe 10. Iron, like, Iron Fist Season 2 is a 10-episode show. Was that all it was? It was 10 episodes. I didn't realize that. I believe it was only 10. Might have been 11. But it was quick. There wasn't a lot of dragging. It was all, like, it, it was all necessary content. Like, there were a few B stories, but they didn't play into effect into anything until they affected the main story. Yeah. Like, that's, that's what I loved about Iron Fist Season 2, was, like, everything had a point to something, and, like, they brought it up in the first episode, they showed you everything in the first episode, essentially, and then from that point on, it was just what you needed to know, and what you needed to see, and then when something that they brought up in the first episode comes to play in Episode 9, like, it's like, oh, this thing that we got two weeks ago, remember this, and boom, they go. No dilly-dallying. And, like, that's... They can't do that yeah. anymore. And, like, Punisher has, like, six different vaguely connected stories going on. Like, some of them not even connected, and they don't make sense. And, like, um, like some stuff is just not 
there for episodes at a time and then they bring it back up it's like oh this is actually still a thing i thought that was just like a yeah, one-off yeah and that like that's that's the problem with like the punisher and um with like jessica jones and so like they introduce so much and it's like no just show me what i need to know like yeah. there there were so many characters shown in the first two episodes of punisher that like you're supposed to care about all of them and then like they show Detective Nadani and what's his name? I can't remember his his enemy his evil name, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, uh, they show Nadani and her like or, and him, and it's like this is you're showing me too much. Like you could have cut this episode down by ten minutes by taking this part out and showing it to me in one lump sum when he actually plays an important role with the Punisher himself. I mean, to be fair, like that guy's like J- Jigsaw is who it is. I yeah, forget that, his, I forget yeah. the actual like name for the character. Yeah, but like. His individual story playing out through the season, good. Like that, that works and makes sense for them to be like showing you bits and pieces of it throughout it. But there's some like other parts involving him that make no sense and don't need to be there. Yeah. And there's a few other things that just don't need to be there. Like, I, I completely forgot that he ended up shooting Nadani in the head. Yeah, no, I did too. I completely, I was like, wait, he shot her in the head. Why is she still alive? I can't believe he shot her in the head. Yeah. Um, but like it, it has not. It is not as bad as Iron Fist season one. I will say that. Like it yeah. is. I have still been entertained by it. It's just kind of disjointed. Um. But yeah, it, if they would knock the three episodes and bring it down to ten, that those three hours like cut from it, like being able to like cut chunks of time out out of each episode of yeah. like that filler stuff. Like yeah. the it would be ten tight episodes. Like I, I, here's like when they're getting the room in like the first or second episode, they're getting the room. In the motel, I don't need to see the scene where she's talking to the person getting the room because she's trying to run away. I mean, I, like, that's that's why that happened. But like, the- but like, like, it's just like some of the beach, like him rolling up saying, "Go get a room." Like it should have been like he didn't have to roll up and part. He should have just like kind of just cut them into there there because that's a, just a nondescript place. You don't need to know all that. Like just know like go get a room. Here's the cash. She goes, she tries to run away, she can't, she gets back in the car, and then they go, and they do the scene where she has to take the bullet out of his ass. Yeah. Like, it, like there's some, some things, it's like, you can definitely cut at least ten minutes from each of these shows by cutting a lot of, like, the B-roll, essentially, of it. Um, but other than Punisher, um, I, I watched a few episodes of that show tidying up. I've seen the first or second episode of that show. Yeah. I actually, I, I did laundry this week and I tried folding the shirts the way that she shows the couple in the first episode. Yeah. Um, that actually works. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, it, it saves so much space if you fold the way she shows you to fold. Yeah, and like, it, like the, the, they do actually stand up correctly and they all fit in the drawer and like, it's much easier to see what shirts are in the drawer than it was like, yeah, where I had them just kind of like folded and stacked on top of each other. And, and that, like, my issue is like, I, I condensed from two drawers to one drawer and I would fold and then roll. So then I still wouldn't know what was what because yeah. it was all rolled and then stacked on top of each other. Yeah, this way, like, they're folded in just such a way where, like, I can't see the full, like, thing on them, but I can see enough of it that I'm like, okay, that's that shirt. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, I don't know. It, it's a weirdly interesting show. Like, yeah, it's, it's a neat show. It's a silly show to watch. Um, I also, I, I talked about this briefly last week, but just for, for you, um, I, I saw Dragon Ball Super Broly. 
Okay, yeah. Um, it was really good. Like, I know you you don't watch Super. You don't need to have watched Super, though, to say it. Yeah, I, and that's, a, like, I don't, it's not that I don't watch Super because I don't want to. It's, I don't I don't watch Super just because I haven't yet. Like, I want to. I want to watch it. It's just I haven't gotten around to it. And Yeah, like, it's one of those things, like, it takes place after Super. So, like, the tournament's already happened. There's, like, two references to that, though. Yeah. Like, they literally, like, they talk about it at the very beginning of why Goku is is wants to get stronger and why Vegeta wants to get stronger. And Vegeta actually is the less like um um selfish yeah. one of it. Like they Frieza got brought back to life. Yeah. Um as part of like the deal he made to fight with them. Um Vegeta wants to get stronger in case well not in case for when Frieza shows up to stir shit up again. Yeah. Like Goku wants to get stronger just because he's fucking a, an idiot. Because he's Goku and that's his life's goal yeah. is to be a terrible dad. But get super strong. Like that's the worst part. I feel like I feel like Super made Goku so much worse of a character. Yeah. Um. But the movie was like the movie was really good. At one point, um, Brawly and Goku punch each other so fucking hard they literally punch each other into a weird alternate dimension. Awesome. Where everything is like psychedelic and swirly. Sweet. And then like a few minutes later, they punch each other again so hard that they get knocked back into the normal one. That's amazing. Um. And then like Goku and Vegeta don't know how to fuse. Like they've never done the fusion dance. So at one point they're they're fighting Brawly together, um, and he's just fucking wiping the floor with them. Um, they're both Super Saiyan Blue, I think, also, and they're still getting their asses handed to him. Yeah. Um, and they basically run away, lure him to Frieza, and then like jump out of the way, and you just hear Goku go, "Frieza, you're up!" And like <laughs> Brawly just plows into Frieza and starts fighting him. That's awesome. Um, and then they meanwhile like Goku grabs Vegeta and just. Um, instant transmissions away to Piccolo, who's like on some fucking cliff somewhere meditating, like yeah. Piccolo does. Because Piccolo, when there's when the world's at stake, Piccolo's not in it. Well, to be like, fair, like Piccolo, like sensed what was going on, and like telepathically contacted Goku of like, what the fuck's going on? Do you need help? Okay. To which Goku goes, I don't think you could help. Hang out where you are. I'll let you know though. Yeah. And um. They spend, there's like this like funny little five minute scene of them trying to learn the fusion dance. Okay. And Vegeta being Vegeta and not wanting to do the stupid fucking dance and, um, arguing about not wanting to fuse with Goku, even though they've done it twice before with the fucking earrings. Yeah. But, uh. They've done it twice before, and when you do it with the earrings, you're not supposed to defuse. No, you are. Some, I thought, like, even it, if you take them off, you're not it, supposed to. It was poor translation in the original, like, um, Funimation dub. Um,. If a Kai uses them, it's permanent. Okay. If a mortal does it, it's an hour. Okay. Whether, like, regardless. So, like, the in the Boo Saga, when they do it, they don't defuse because they get eaten. They defuse because the hour's up. Okay. And then in Super, when it happens, it actually happens too quick because they are too powerful. All like, right. they are so powerful that the earrings actually break. Wow. Um. But, yeah, so... They, you get, like, the goofy, like, fusion stuff, the way that they always did yeah. in the show, but much quicker, because in the show, it was always, like... A few, like, an episode or two where yeah, they like were each training. episode, it was a different, like, yeah. fuck-up. They were in the hyperbolic time chamber, so they had a year to do it, which, so they had time. Which, this was similar to, um, the 12th movie, Fusion Reborn, where, where they fuse Gogeta for the first time. That's yeah. not canon. Only Piccolo's there this time. Before, they just had to do it on their own, and they just kept fucking up and not knowing why. Okay. Um, but you get to see fat Gogeta and awkwardly, like, emaciated Gogeta. Yeah. And it's just every time it's like, it's Piccolo going like, you messed up. You're, 
and like telling them whatever they did wrong, like like their hands were weird or their arms weren't at the right angles. Yeah, he's like, wait thirty minutes and try again. And that's that's the best part is now that uh, you think about like, so they messed up what twice probably. Yeah, so they, so they it was an hour it, of Frieza having to hold off Broly by himself. Yeah, like an hour of Frieza sitting there and. Who knows how long Frieza can hold gold version four if he even goes into it? And in he that does. One. Yeah, that's. I was just like, that's just that's amazing to think about. It's like, oh wow, that's an hour. Yeah, no, it, it was good. But like, then getting to see Super Saiyan Blue Gogeta fight Broly was fucking cool as shit. Yeah. So that's pretty sweet. Yeah. I, I do want to see that movie. I haven't like gotten around to it. I might try to see it. See before um, it goes out of theaters because I don't think it'll be in theaters too much longer. I might try to see it this weekend. Uh, I don't know. I have a bunch of plans this weekend that I don't know, like, how timeline-wise is going to run. It's a 90-minute movie. Yeah, so. but I have uh, two events that I want to try to go to on Saturday, plus then we're recording Brose Saturday afternoon, and then the Super Bowl on Sunday, and I might have somebody spending the night here because he lives an hour away, so, like, there's no point having him drive an hour home and then drive an hour back for the Super Bowl, so. That makes sense. It's, it's so it's like I've got a lot going on, so I don't really know if I'll have time to. But I do want to go see it. Yeah. Um. Other than that, I I started watching Baruto also. Okay. I mentioned that last week. Um. I read somewhere that people were complaining that it was it was it was too or this person was complaining that it was it was too young. Like it was it it was too like it was aimed at a younger audience. But like I'm watching it and having just watched the first few episodes of the original Naruto like a couple months ago to see if Erica liked it. Like it is basically that again. Okay. Like, I think it's just one of those things where if you watch this show after watching, like, ship, like, the end of Shippuden, like, that show got fucking dark. Yeah. Um, this is not that right now. This is much more, like, of what, like. Well, and, and that's, like, I understand that, though, because it takes place with, I'm, I'm assuming he's just getting out of Academy. Actually, the, so, this place takes place before the movie, the Baruto movie. Okay. Where, like, he is already, like, he, he has already graduated the academy. Yeah. Um, this actually starts up, um, before he even enters the academy. Yeah. So, like, so, the first episode is, like, the day before they enter the academy. So, you, it's, it's, like, 30, epi- 30 or 40 episodes of him and, like, all of the other students, like, in the academy, which is nice because you get a little more introduction and time with the other characters yeah. that aren't on his team. Yeah. Whereas, like, in the original, like, you don't really get like you get those those odd episodes that aren't filler where you got to see the other teams yeah but like this was cool because like there were arcs for different characters throughout like those like 30 episodes where like Baruto wasn't always like the center of attention for them yeah um but yeah I, I'm, I'm just a little past the point of them becoming ninja and actually getting um like they they got to go on their first couple of missions but they were filler episodes so they don't yeah. really count yeah um but I think the tune-in exams are actually coming up for them soon Okay, yeah. And then I think after that is when it gets in, they, they do the, like the retelling of the movie where like Naruto gets, um, kidnapped or whatever. Kidnapped and everything. Yeah. Um, it is cool though because like you do get to see like those characters you're familiar with all grown up because this is 15 years later. Yeah, like I really want to watch, I haven't watched it yet. Um, it's, I don't, I think it might be on Hulu. So I might. It is. The only problem I had with Hulu was, um, their subtitles are real bad. For yeah. that show in particular, they're the black box with the white writing, like, oh, closed captioning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but besides that, like, I, 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 it's on Hulu. I might try to get, like, the Funimation or whatever, or whatever other apps. It's or, on Crunchyroll, Crunchyroll, Crunchyroll yeah. Um, or I might just try to get 
the dude who runs the Plex server to download it, but he only downloads dubs, and... The dub is only, like, eight episodes in, because yeah. it's airing right now. So he would have downloaded fan dubs, and so I'm just like, it's not... Like, I might try to just download it onto my computer and just do it all myself, see if I can find... But I don't really know what websites to use anymore. I'm so out of yeah. touch. That, I was going to say, uh, like, um... Hulu is probably fine for me. Like... Even, do you already do you have an active Hulu subscription? Yeah, oh. I, I've never gotten rid of my Hulu subscription. Well, I was gonna say like if, if you don't actively use Hulu, um, turn like suspend Hulu for a few months and turn on like do Crunchyroll instead. They're the same price. Yeah, I'm, actually, I actually think Crunchyroll is a dollar cheaper. Like I I use I use Hulu for the same things that I use like Netflix and and Plex for. So I might just stop with the Hulu and get the Crunchyroll because I don't I I use it for anime and there's a lot more accessible anime on Crunchyroll than there is yeah. in, on Hulu, and there's a lot more things I want. Like, I want to watch a Berto movie and stuff like that. I don't know... I, I don't think the movies on, are actually on anything. Yeah, I want to find those movies, too. Like, but, I want to watch all the Naruto movies and stuff, too. So. But yeah, it, it's been cool just... Like, I, I have liked seeing, like, the, the original characters kind of grown up. Yeah. Um, Like, the, there is one arc early on where it's Serata, which is Sasuke and Sakura's daughter. Yeah. Um... I know most of the base characters. Yeah. So she decide like she's she's never met her father. Yeah. Um and she is actually like they have a family picture at home of um but it's one of those like like broken up pictures where like they like the frame kind of comes over things. Yeah. So like there's like a small picture of her as a baby and then another picture of her as like a toddler and then in the middle is a picture of Sasuke and on the right is a picture of Sakura. Um Sakura gets angry and punches the ground with her super strength. Yeah. And, um, accidentally makes their house collapse. Hmm. So, um, that happens. like Sakura. Yeah, that happens. And, um, Serata goes into the house afterwards to try and, like, salvage some things, including that picture. And the frame's broken. And she finds out that the picture of her father is actually a picture of him with his team. Um,. The, the red-headed girl, the, yeah. the water guy, and the, the curse mark guy. Yeah. And the girl has glasses like she does. So she starts thinking that that's her real mother, like one of those situations. Yeah. Um, so Naru- he, she finds out Naruto is going to meet with Sasuke, because that's how he gets information. Sasuke is like, Sasuke is literally traveling the country, like gathering intel for the village. Yeah. Um, and she like tags along. <laughs> and, you get to see Naruto actually, like, be fucking cool. And, like... Like, as an adult, like, he's obviously got his shit together. It's not, like... It's not the end of the show where, like, he was just super powerful. Now, like, he's super powerful, but he also has, like... He knows what he's doing in, yeah. like, a different way. Yeah. Um, And, like, at one point, like, the the Team 7 was together again briefly. And, like, it's Serata standing there as, like, they take out a villain... And, like, just give zero fucks about it afterwards. And she's like, what the fuck are these people? Yeah. Because, like, she doesn't realize that, like, her parents are, like... Two of the, like... And that's the thing. Like, they didn't, uh... They they are the, uh... What what were they called in Naruto? The Senin? So, I mean, they are, but they aren't. Yeah, like... like, They weren't given that title, but they are... Yeah, they were all... Each of them was trained by one of them, and... Like, Sakura is the only other ninja that, that is known anyway that can do that healing thing that only Tsunade could do. Yeah, the, the, the gem thing on her forehead. Yeah. And the, uh, the slug. She is the only other person who can summon the slug. Yeah, and, and do the, the thousand healing things where, like, 
she can basically heal herself. She's yeah. got so much built up power. Yeah. And then Sasuke and Naruto were just fucking monsters. They're, they're, they're demigods. Um, but yeah, like, it, it hasn't been a bad show. It, it's, yeah. And Bruto is just as abrasive as Naruto was as a child, but he's got the skill to back it up. Yeah. Where, like, I, I think it's Kakashi actually says he's a genius because, like, he doesn't actually have to try much and just kind of, like, has all of his shit together. Yeah. Um, which is nice to see that, like, the main character isn't a doof. Yeah. Because in, in a lot of animes, like, uh, the main character or one of the primary characters ends up being just a doof. Yeah. And, and, like, this is, like, a fresh take on, like, oh, no, he, his dad was a doof. He's actually, like, he knows what he's doing. Like, he's smart. Like, yeah, and, like, he is still a doof, and, like, he very much has his dad's personality. But he also hates his dad. Yeah. Um, but, like, he is. He's loud and abrasive and cocky. But, like, he, he can back a lot of that up. Whereas, like, Naruto couldn't, literally couldn't do much of anything in the academy. Yeah. Um, like, Naruto doesn't have, like, the massive chakra that Naruto has. Cause, like, Naruto already had, like, massive chakra from, like, his, like, bloodline with, um, on his mom's side. But then he had the, he has the fox that gives him even more. Um, Naruto doesn't have that. Like, he's just kind of, like, average as far as chakra goes. Yeah. But, like, he can do three shadow clones before he even enters the academy. Yeah. And, like, they can do all, like, the the walking up walls and stuff like that, the way that, um... I don't know if you remember, like, early on in the show, like, only Sakura could do the, like, walking on a tree. Yeah, it's Sakura, Sakura got it immediately, but then Naruto and Sasuke, it took, like, an entire night for them to yeah, learn it. Yeah, they were running up the, the fucking tree, like, yeah. marking it. Yeah. But, like, him and, and a bunch of the other kids can all just do that. Yeah. And th- there's, like, one offhand comment at one point where, um, Shikamaru's son... Um, says something like, it's a drag, but our parents are always making us, like, practice th- this stuff anyway. Yeah. So, like, you can tell, like, all, like, the, the kids of, like, the core people from, like, the original series, like, their parents kind of, like, made them get good. Yeah, it's like, you, you, you're our kids. Like, you need, like, we stopped a war. You need to know how to defend yourself. Like, because we're part of the primary reason this war ended and we not just the three like all of them like, yeah and it, like it yeah, it's cool to see like um like Eno's like so there's another Shika Eno, Eno Cho, Cho yeah or I think that was that, 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 right? that is Shika okay. Eno Cho Shikamaru uh or, or uh I, Shika was Shikamaru or was yeah you know yeah. yeah so it was Shikamaru and Eno and Choji and yeah. then it was like their pa- father be- fathers before them and yeah. Like, the, apparently, like, they were, like, the 15th or 16th, like, generation yeah. of that. I mean, because it always works out. Like, that's the team yeah. up, like, that, that and they, that's the, a very good Apparently, team. they're, like, th- there is actually, I forget what the episode, I think it was, it was the episode where they had to fight Asuma, like, after he was dead. Yeah. Um, they kind of show you, like, apparently, like, that was a thing where, like, those were three of the original, or, th- or, those were three of the early, um, clans that joined up after Konoha was founded. Yeah. And to, like, I guess help with, like, unity, like, they were paired together, and then they were usually paired underneath of a Saratobi, which is why, like, Asuma was, like, the... Yeah. Um, that's not the case now, because Konohamaru is actually uh, Baruto's. Baruto's, yeah, I um, do know that. But and Konohamaru's fucking badass. Dude, in one of these filler episodes, um, their fight, like, so it it's very much like the original Naruto, when they go on that mission and they end up having to fight Zabza. Yeah. So they go on this mission that's supposed to be like a C rank mission, 
and then it turns out that like the village didn't give them all the answers and there's actually some like rogue ninja that are like harassing them yeah that they have to fight um the kids take out the rogue ninja way better than naruto's group ever did like they were actually like smart about it and like none of them got hurt yeah um but konohamaru gets like captured and stuff like that and at one point, like, this guy is, it says something like, oh, like, Konoha Ninja are, like, are, are weak or whatever. And Konohamaru proceeds to break out of the thing he has, do a, a wind Rasengan. Like, this Was is a shuriken. Like, it, it's got, like, the wind going around it. And when I looked it yeah. up, it says that he can infuse wind nature into it. Okay. And o- the only other person that can do it is Naruto. Yeah. Um, And then doesn't hit him with it, but hits behind him with it. Yeah. And blows an entire, like, mountain range out. Yeah. And then the guy looks behind him and faints. <laughs> yeah, because, like, I've seen a lot of clips of the show and, like, some of the fights and stuff. And yeah. It's like, the art style in this is really good. Yeah. And, like, a lot of what I've seen, I'm just like, this is something I definitely want to watch. Yeah, like, it, it has been good. And, yeah, like, um, Konohamaru is there, um, Jonin, and then, you know, his two friends from, like, the from Naruto that were always with him, the girl and the and the kid with the sinus problems. Yeah. So the the girl is the Inashika Cho um Jonin. Okay. And then the kid with the sinus problems is um Lee's son. Who, yeah. Lee's son, his name is Metal. Metal Lee, yeah, I've seen that. I've seen the fight with uh Metal Lee and uh guy in Metal Lee. But I think that's in the uh the uh the movie? Not the movie, the 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 the, uh, the Chunin? The exam, yeah. Yeah. I think that's part of the exam. Stuff. Probably. Um, cause like, guy's still alive, but he can't use one of his legs because it almost faded to dust after everything he did. Yeah, I mean, so. And that was, that was how this, the show ended too. Like, the last, um, I know you never watched those final episodes, like the wedding and all. Yeah. Um, but like, one of the sets in the wedding arc was, um, everyone trying to find wedding gifts. And it's a lot, one episode is a lot of Lee and Guy running around doing handstands because Guy can't walk. Yeah. Um, but them being crazy, they're literally like running full speed on their hands. Yeah. And <laughs> so, cause I, I watched a clip and I'm not gonna get too spoilery in it, but Lee or Guy ends up fighting against metal and Guy was only using one leg. Yeah. Like he's, like his, his leg isn't fully in dust, like it's just he can't use it, so he's standing on the one leg. Like hopping around and just completely being guy sensei, defending everything. It's just, it's awesome. And yeah, I do love that Lee's son is named Metal. Metal. And and he's he's got anxiety. He's, yeah, he's he's got he's so got many... problems if people watch him. Yeah, he he's super cool until he realizes people are watching. Yeah, him. he's got extreme anxiety. Like that's the one thing I love about Naruto is like like try to touch like every aspect of people. Like like initially it was uh what's her name. That, that she had anxiety around Naruto. Hinata. She, she was like, she was afraid to talk to Naruto. She was shy. Was yeah. Like, That's adorable. And then, like, I can key into that. And now, Metal Lee, he's got super extreme anxiety. And I'm like, I can key into that. I love this character. Like, they always find ways to bring, like, everybody into the show. Because yeah. every character does have their own personality that suits somebody that would like the show. Yeah. And a lot of the characters seem to have paired up with people that, like, like, were at least introduced. So you have like um Shikamaru ends up marrying um Temuri, um yeah, Temuri. Na- Gara's sister. Yeah. So like their son looks just like Shikamaru but has like slightly blue eyes. Yeah. Um and then um Ino marries um oh Sai. I almost forgot his name. The really? the paint yeah. guy. Um so like 
their son has like the blonde hair, super pale though. Yeah. And he does the the art like his dad, but his are like colorful. Okay. Whereas like the dad's sides were always like black and, and he white. Can, he can fight with the art, or is it just like... yeah, yeah? Like he like he he'll draw on a scroll and like summon it out, and it'll so do can, stuff. Can he also use like the mind powers as Eno was? They haven't shown that yet. Uh, I hope he can because that's like the main part of Eno Shikacho. And then and then Choji married one of the um the rock ninjas. Okay. Um, the ones that you know, there were the two um that were sent to find out about Sasuke that got into a fight with Naruto, Sai, and Sakura. V- like that was so long ago. Yeah. Like, but I um, watched it week to week, so very vaguely. Like, yeah, I don't like, really know. It was one of the like the random um fr- the Cloud Ninja, maybe they they were from the the um Killer Bees um yeah place. Yeah, they they were they were Killer Bees like two like subordinates or whatever yeah there was the guy and the girl choji ends up with the girl Mm -hmm. which doesn't make much sense but like the daughter looks slightly like both of them yeah but has like choji's like can get bigger powers yeah and eats potato chips all the time so it's choji yeah like Like, so like it fits yeah exactly and apparently like naruto's daughter um is like crazy powerful yeah, Naruto's daughter has, or I think Boruto also has, or eventually gains the ability to use half of the. Uh, He's got or, a different thing. He doesn't or, have the Byakugan. Yeah, he has some sort of eye thing that, like, because it wasn't full inbred, like in clan. No, the, um, the sister has the full Byakugan. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, it's just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got something weird that they they can't figure out what it is. Yeah, but the. The sister awakened hers, and because her her, her toy got ripped, and then almost killed Baruto. <laughs> Actually, hit. So Naruto got in front of the the hit that she was sending to him. Yeah, and got hit so hard in one of those chakra points that he was knocked out for a day. Okay, and missed his inauguration as Hokage. <laughs> the, um, yeah, it sounds like Naruto. Konohamaru had to transform into Naruto and get inaugurated for him. That's amazing. Yeah, but yeah, it's been like a. I don't know. It's it's not. I haven't watched a ton of it or watched it as quickly as I was watching Naruto. Yeah, but like it's good. Yeah. Like I can see it going cool places if it keeps going, which I'm sure it will. Because I mean, One Piece is at like 900 episodes, so why yeah. wouldn't this one be? Yeah. Um. The the only other thing though, um, I started playing Kingdom Hearts. I like Kingdom Hearts three. No, like Kingdom Hearts one. Okay. You you've never played it, or you? Have no, no. Played I, I played okay. I played Kingdom Hearts one, two, and most of Dream Drop Distance. Okay. Um. But I got the, um, there was that pre-order Kingdom Hearts 3 option that also got you the 1.5, 2.5, and 2.8 things. Yeah. So I literally, like, I, it was like $70 because I had a um, a gift card that Erica got me for Christmas for the PlayStation Store. Yeah. Um. So I did that and got all of the games and then started playing Kingdom Hearts 1 Yeah. Uh, last weekend, I think it was. We um me and me and a uh, uh my my friend got his ten year old son to start playing the like, the original the or? original so like he because they have that whole two point one point five two point five collection thing yeah so like he turned it on and we're like yeah because we were talking about it he's like what is it and he's and Sean's like you can play it I have most of them so he was like all right yeah sure let me play it and he kept because he's he's ten so he doesn't like fully understand. Like, this is the biggest scope of a game he's ever played, so he kept okay. pausing, like, why is this happening? Why is that happening? What should I do? And it's like, you do you. Like, this is, you're learning how to play the game right now. You do you. You talk to people, 
You, like, this is a long game that's going to take you 20 plus hours to beat. This isn't Fortnite. Like, this is a game that you got to play. It's it's a rough game, too. Like, it doesn't... It plays better than some games do, yeah. do even though it's almost 20 years old. Like, yeah. this game controls better than Red Dead does, I'll, I can tell you that. Yeah. But that's not saying much. Like, yeah. the, the controls are, are rough. Um, It's very... It doesn't feel good. Like, like that was my, my big, cons- like, complaint with, like, Monster Hunter when I tried it. Like... To me, the combat didn't feel good. And that's what this is like. And I remember, like, Dream Drop Distance felt better. Yeah. And I mean, that's... It's a 10-year difference between those games. So, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I understand it. Um, It's very floaty, though. Yeah. Like, in a bad way. Um, But I... It's one of those things where, like, I'm just kind of powering through it because I know they did improve it as the games went on. Yeah. Um, I think I'm... What have I done so far? So I did Deep Jungle, which is Tarzan. Wonderland and Coliseum. Okay. And then I'm back at Traverse Town for the second time. Yeah. Um, where, like, I just... I just got the... I, I have to go to a boss fight, I think, still, but I just got the ability from Sid to... I can warp directly to worlds I've been to already. Yeah. But I still have to do those stupid fucking gummy shit missions. Gummy shit was the best. It's the worst. I God. hate them. You're the worst. Nobody likes them but you. The, Eric loved them, too. Eric's fucking broken. You're broken. Eric would actually... He made the uh, Millennium Falcon once. <laughs> See, that, so, like, my problem is, like, I have no interest in going through the hassle of, like, upgrading the ship, like, because that's not fun for me. And, like, those levels aren't fun. Like, they they don't control well. Like, they... And they control worse now, 20 years later, than they did back then. I think you're just broken. No, I'm not. Plenty of people don't like those gummy ship missions. That's why a lot of people were upset when they found out the gummy ship was back in 3. You're all broken. Apparently in 3, they're like instanced battles now, too. Okay. So, like, you you fly around the gummy ship, and if you get too close to an enemy, it goes into, like, an instance fight. It's not just, like, that, like, shooting gallery. So then maybe you can get out of it. Apparently you can avoid them most of the time, but you can't get out of it. But well, that's a, what I mean. Like, maybe There's occasionally avoid. also, like, mandatory boss fights in there. Okay. Which... I mean, there were boss fights in the gummy ship originally. I don't... I, I haven't gotten to any yet. Yeah. I think so. I can't fully remember. It's been a long time since yeah, I played. Like, I want to play through the, and I think I might, if I have the money, I got to figure it out. If I have the money or if I have the extra funds, I might buy that. But like I have already said a hundred times, I have way too much to play right now. And that that's a that if you play through all all of them, that's a big commitment. And then I would I would play through all of them in the order that they are in that game. So it'd be one point five remix full or whatever, and then whatever is after that chain of memories, I guess. Then two point or and then whatever was like I would play it in the order that they presented in that like collection. Yeah, and I know like one of them is literally just cinematics. Yeah, so it's not even a game to play; it's just the movies from the game. Yeah. Um, the one I'm looking forward to actually the most is um, Birth by Sleep. Yeah, because I know that one's really well regarded. People like it a lot, and I it's just one I never played. Yeah, like, that's the that's the thing. Like, I, there was a lot I never just because like I never. Like, there was just too many of them, and yeah. I didn't know what to th- what to have interest in and what not to have, so I was just like, I'll play the core titles, and one of these days I'll play them all, because it's just like, all right, this one came out for this system, that one came out for that system, and it was like, n- there was no cohesiveness, and then eventually they started remaking some of them, it's just like, come on, just, now that it's all in one lump collection, now I'll play it. Yeah, and I know, um, you can go to, like, like, GameStop would probably sell it, um... There's the Story So Far collection. Yeah. Which is like, I think it's like 40 bucks. And it's everything from one through Dream Drop Distance, which was the most recent title. Yeah. 
um, on just a disc. So you don't have to buy three if you don't want to. Yeah. Um, just because, like, like, that's a lot of money to put out up front for all of the games. I think you could probably buy it on the, on the, on the store. The story so far is physical only. Oh, because, like, that's, like I said, my buddy has all of it. He doesn't, he didn't pre-order Kingdom Hearts, but he has it on his PS4. Yeah, so there is a 1.5, 2.5, um, HD remix on the PSN for, like, 40 bucks. Okay. And then there's the 2.8 final chapter prologue. Which is also forty or fifty bucks. Okay. So that gets you everything, but the story so far is both those games together for like forty. Okay. Then I'll look and then into that. same thing if you do the deluxe Kingdom Hearts three thing, it's ninety or a hundred for, and that gets you it's the forty dollar story so far basically plus the sixty dollar Kingdom Hearts three. So like you're paying the same price either way. It's just with. With the physical version, you're only getting the old games, and you still have to buy Kingdom Hearts three separately. With this digital one, you just get them all together. But they're they're individual downloads, so like you can download the one point five two point five by itself and play through just those games, and then download the two point eight and play through those games. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to I'll look into it then. Yeah, it's I, for you just because I know like money is usually kind of like I don't want to say scarce, but. You, Sorry, like you, yeah, I, I I I make I make a living, and that's yeah, that's I make what I need to make, and you you are cautious with what you spend frivolously. Yeah, um, story so far for forty bucks, if you can find a copy of it, might even be less than that used at like a GameStop is probably the the right way to go. Yeah, because that's that's still like a hundred hours worth of games right there, mm-hmm. and I mean like that's a probably a year for you to get through, and then by the time you're done that. Kingdom Hearts three will probably have like a discount on Black Friday. I mean, it might be. Like, it depends on how I play, but like, if I were to go buy it like this week, it would be I would finish like Valkyria, and then I would play Kingdom Hearts one, and then I would play something else, and then play the next one. Depending on how long it took me to beat each one, is like if I would go right to the one after or yeah, that's why that's why I'm figuring it'd be the better part of a year for you to yeah. get through all of them. Maybe. And then, like, you pick up Kingdom Hearts 3 on Black Friday, probably, most yeah, likely, for, for... For half off, or yeah, whatever it'll be. maybe, like, 30 or 40 bucks, too, and then yeah. you, you don't have to spend as much to get all of them. Yeah, true. But I'm I'm just hoping I don't see any Kingdom Hearts spoilers. They're out there. Like, oh, I know. Snape I'm, killed Dumbledore. Uh, you're an ass. Jesus dies at the end. Does he, though? Uh, he comes back. So, that is a good question. Oh, man. Story real quick. Unrelated oh, to all this. Um, yesterday... I was at one of my clients. Yes. Um, they have, like, it's a, gr- it's like, I've never heard of this grocery store before. I don't think it's a chain. It's probably, maybe there's a couple of them. It's probably privately owned. It's like a slightly fancier Whole Foods. Okay. What's it called? I don't know. Oh. Fresh Market or something like that. Okay. Um, it's out in Glen Mills. Okay. Um, so I, I went in there. Um, I needed, I needed a bottle of water because I forgot to bring mine with me. Um, so I'm waiting in line. The guy in front of me, doesn't have much in his cart. Like, does not have what I would even c- consider, like, a half-filled cart. Yeah. Like, there is still... There is room to place things on the bottom of his shopping cart still. Okay. Um, would you like to guess how much his total came to? Over 60 bucks. Oh, yeah. Really? What did he buy? Um, so his total was $211. Did he buy a lot of meat? No. He had, like, two or three packages with meat in it, and it didn't look like large amounts of meat. Produce? Not really. Um, he had a couple blocks of fancy looking cheeses. Oh, there you go. Um, like, like not even full blocks, like wedges, I guess I uh-huh. should say. But, um, he had they, some of those yogurts that come in like the glass jars. 
Like those new yogurts that are supposed to be like super thick and you can hold the spoon upside down with them. Yeah. Um, and like shit like that. But yeah, two hundred and eleven dollars. That's nuts. And it's one of those like the stuff he had in his cart would not even be enough food for one person for a week. I went food shopping on uh, Monday. No, Sunday. Guess how much I spent? Sixty-two dollars. Twenty, but under twenty dollars. Good job. I got a uh, rotisserie chicken, a thing of scalloped potatoes, pre-made thing like one of the like Bob Evans things, some steamable veggies, and then some cheese and and tortillas. Yeah, under twenty bucks, and you know what? That's gonna feed. That'll be good enough for me for an entire week. Not two hundred fucking dollars. Come yeah. on now. Generally, Erica and I go. And, like, we go to Wakeman's, and we, we normally try to grab the, those, like, multi-level, like, smaller carts. Yeah. Just because they're easier to maneuver that fucking store with. Oh, yeah. Um, and we usually have that full. Um, and it's usually a week's worth of dinners and lunches. And then, like, a few other odds and ends as we need them, like, drinks and stuff like that, snacks, yeah. what have you. Um, our average bill fluctuates between, like, 70 and 120, depending on, like, how much we need of, like, like, the odds and ends, like, the restocking stuff versus yeah. just, like, meats and produce and, yeah. like, the necessities. Yeah. I can usually get away with under $100 for two and a half weeks. Yeah, and you're you are one person. Yeah. Like, we're two people, and we tend to buy, like, fresh for, like, dinner. So, like... Yeah. Like, we buy, like, fresh vegetables to make dinner with. Yeah, like, and see, that's... Like, I buy the family pack of chicken, and then I break it down into three to four different types of... Three to four cooks... Or times of cooking, and then I'll cook it throughout like the week. And it's, no, I'm, this is boring conversation. I'm sure I do the same thing. But like I buy that big like eight pack of like individually wrapped chicken, so you can just like cut them up. No, I don't even do the. Indi- I buy the pack of family pack of chicken, and I I individually like I'll do like two per like Ziploc baggie, and I'll throw them in the freezer myself. Oh, okay, so that this way I can thaw out two and cook them, and that that'll cover me for. Four meals. Yeah, I do. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like those, like yeah, yeah. I get those because it's like eight of them. They're not. It's not very expensive for the chicken breasts. They're yeah. usually qu- like good quality too. Like there's not much trimming that has to be done. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I just they they literally have dotted lines on them to to cut. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I just cut them all up into individual ones and throw them in the freezer and take them out when I need them. Like uh-huh. they're they're perfect. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we like I do the same thing. Like the thing that that doesn't get frozen is like the vegetables. Yeah, I mean, I buy the steam bag veggies, and that costs me two bucks per less than two bucks per bag. Well, and uh, that'll we, last me a few days. Yeah, we buy some stuff steamed, but a, a lot of times, like it's it's like two dollars for like those like pre-cut up fresh vegetables, basically. Yeah. Um, which like those are great because I don't know steaming stuff every time is kind of bland. Yeah, and I agree. Like I I try to keep. Well, generally bland diet because like I don't know, it's just cheaper and easier and like I I I don't really have the time. Like I'm generally using this food to make lunches and my lunch I don't really as long as I have salt and pepper, I'm happy. Yeah, like we'll do a lot of like oven roasted vegetables just because it's it's easy. Yeah, like you turn the oven on to like three fifty four hundred depending if there's other stuff in there or not. Yeah. Um. You throw the vegetables on a on a cookie sheet with some olive oil. You throw them in the oven. Yeah. Twenty to thirty minutes later, they're slightly charred and delicious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, two hundred fucking eleven dollars for like two days worth of food. That's stupid. Yeah. Like I was, 
I was disgusted. And like judging by like he was he was probably in his forties. And like judging by his car, I'm pretty sure he was married because it looked, or at least he had kids. Because like I don't know, the, the car looked like it it had been ravaged by children. Oh jeez. <laughs> well, not ravaged, but you know, like like the he had the trunk open when I was walking by on my way out, and like there was like kid stuff in there. Yeah. So yeah, like that's insane though. Two hundred and eleven fucking dollars on groceries for like two days. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess that's the show. Yeah, pretty quick show. Yeah, it's almost two hours. I know. Um, hopefully, yeah. hopefully next time I'm on, I'll, uh, have more stuff to talk about. We'll be back next week, won't you? Yeah, I'm sure I will be. Alright. Um, but yeah, so we'll be back next week. Um, in the meantime, if you'd like to find more of our content, you can head over www.one-quest.com. You can help us by supporting us at patreon.com slash onequest. Our podcasts are available on all of those favorite platforms you may have, like iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Google Podcasts. Someday I will get that without fucking it up first. You have once or twice. Yeah. Um, Google Podcast, um, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or just your favorite platform to get podcasts on. Um, we're on social media, facebook.com slash onequestonline, at one underscore quest on Twitter and Instagram. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash onequestvideo, and you can send us emails to social at one-quest.com. And that's going to do it for this week. We'll be back next week with something else to talk about. Yep, sounds like it. Cool. Thanks for listening. Bye. See you, everybody. <laughs>